Hello, America. Welcome to The Daily Answer, and I'm your host, Mark Dunnigan. Well, I saw an article the other day in which the public was being informed by the local or not-so-local powers that be that they're releasing wolves back into the wild and areas that might not be so wild in places where many people recreate and hike. And as a result, the article sought to be helpful by offering the hiking public tips on what to do if you encounter a wolf or wolves in the wild. And so here were their tips. While in wolf country, make lots of noise when coming or going during dusk and dawn when wolves are most active. This includes when moving about the campsite as noises are likely to spook wolves away. Never feed a wolf or make food available that could attract a wolf to where you're at. Keep livestock inside at night, closing all doors to that space to prevent wildlife, including wolves, from getting in. Don't feed pets outside, nor should you leave them unattended. It's also important to bring pets inside at night. When hiking, hiking carry a sturdy stick and bear spray. Make noise while hiking so as not to surprise wildlife. Keep pets on a leash when hiking. If a wolf is encountered, never approach the wolf. Instead, talk firmly to it and keep eye contact so that the animal knows it's been seen. Back slowly away instead of running to avoid prompting a chase response. If a retreat isn't an option, look as big as possible. Stay upright instead of sitting down or crouching over. Put objects between you and the wolf. If the wolf is acting aggressively, be loud. Shout, clap, blow your emergency whistle. If an attack seems intimate, use bear spray or swing a large stick at the wolf. If attack, fight back and try to remain standing. A wolf's underbelly and face are sensitive areas that can be good to strike. All right, there you go. So now you know. Yeah, wolf country, you know what you need to do. Now, I think the people that put together the list are trying to be helpful, but let's just be honest. This is Mark's honesty. I think a lot of the suggestions here are like worthless. When it comes to real life and real wolves, first of all, I doubt that anyone can remain standing while fighting a wolf. Okay? Especially when he's, you know, tearing your arm off and stuff. Or a punch in the face, even if you could manage that, is going to stop a wolf. There was a while back and I was visiting a farm and goats and a donkey shared the same area. And at feeding time, they came to the same area. And the goats would try to get in and get some of the donkey's feed. And I saw that donkey kick them in the face. I mean, hit them harder than than any professional boxer could have ever hit them. And guess what? Didn't phase them. I don't think my punch to a wolf is going to phase them much. Um, Putting objects between yourself and a wolf. Like, 
is there refrigerators out there or <laughs> what's out in the woods or there you know i understand like if you're in a room and you're barricading the door and here comes the heavy armoire over and the big settee and whatever you're just putting stuff against the door but what objects really on a practical level and not only that but don't they realize that wolves can like jump and run fast and I mean, there's rocks and sticks out there, but I don't think like there's barricades out in the woods that you can find handily. Like, oh, here's a barricade I can use. The rules about getting your livestock in each night, first of all, for a lot of people, that's not practical. I mean, I mean, they have acres and acres and the cows are out there. You can't, you can't bring the cows in every night. That, that's just not going to work, okay? But also that, that that's not that that what went along with that. Bring your pets inside. That's not very reassuring. Like, if you live in wolf country, that means you can't have an outside dog, even a big outside dog. So that kind of makes me like, wait a minute. It sure sounds like that wolves like to kill and eat things, big things, things big as people. Not only that, but if they're coming up to your doorstep and eating your dog that you left outside, it does not seem that they're intimidated by human presence or uh, human development, okay? I'm personally for me, and I'm willing to be proven wrong. When people say, oh, grizzly bears are more afraid of you than you are of them, or, oh, they're, you know, you're the problem out there. They're just out there trying to be friendly and happy and, you know, make a living or whatever, and they're far more afraid of you. I have a hard time believing that. In real life, with real wolves, particularly if you read accounts of people that actually lived during times that there were lots of wolves out there, it doesn't sound like, oh, they're more afraid of you than you are of them. That doesn't sound like wolf reality. Oh, let's go a little bit farther on the list. Also, the, the part about making as much noise as possible when you're out hiking. I know that, that seems to be helping the wolf. Hey, make a lot of noise so we know where to find you, especially when you're in camp. It sounds like the people, I don't go back and look at you might you know you can go back to this podcast again but as i listen to it a number of these suggestions sounds like people who've never really been around wolves or lived in wolf country or encountered a wolf or a wolf pack in the wild i don't think people 100 years ago would have written this or 200 years ago or i don't think people for most of human history would have written anything like this just sounds like that this was written by people off in some cozy office that don't get out to the wild, that maybe don't understand like how wild animals really are. I noticed also a complete lack of one suggestion that I think would have been the most helpful suggestion, far more than your whistle or your stick. Um, how about carry a large caliber handgun <laughs> yeah, how, about, how about that when you're out hiking yeah the biggest gun you can find how about that actually if wolves could write i believe that wolves would have written 
something exactly like some of these tips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look big. Well, so you're a bigger target. Make a lot of noise. So you're easy to find. Yeah. I don't know. It just sounds like wolves would have written those two suggestions. I want to transition here. Obviously, if you've listened to this podcast enough, you realize that this is not just about wolves. It's interesting how the Bible describes wolves. Uh, the elders at the church of Ephesus, Paul speaks to them at the town of Miletus. And it, that's that conversation is found in Acts chapter 20. And elders are shepherds of the flock. And it's interesting how, how the New Testament describes wolves. It says, I know that after my departure, verse 29 of Acts 20, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. Now, we're not, about, we're not talking about literal wolves there, but we're talking about false teachers. But here's the thing. The, for the analogy to have some sense of reality, for it to work, for wolves to be, for false teachers to be compared with wolves, wolves are not more afraid of you than you are of them. They are not harmless creatures. Um, you know, they're our friends. No, they're not your friends. They don't want you being out there. Uh, your meat, your dinner out there for the wolf. I'm not sure if a whole generation has watched too many cartoon shows with talking animals. Now, when I was a kid, there were cartoon shows with talking animals. Uh, Yogi Bear, right? I mean, there's, but I think we were smart enough to realize that Yogi Bear is not a real bear and that real bears are a lot different than Yogi Bear and that real bears can be pretty dangerous creatures. So I don't know. I, I'm not sure if, if too many people have lived in a fantasy world of talking animals and they're our friends and, hey, who are you? And et cetera. I, I was thinking the other day, is that one reason why we're seeing all these videos of tourists at places at Yellowstone getting way too close to bison and elk and other things? Is it is. I mean, it, it could be that they just want the best selfie they can be. It could be it's nothing more than self-promotion, like, hey, I want to grab this great video, get a whole lot of likes. It, you know, look at look at me, look at me in the animal. It could be that. It could, it could be stupidity. It could be that. But could it be, is it any chance it is that they have bought into this fantasy world of, you know, I bet I could... If I, I, I bet I could communicate with them. You know, I'm a bison whisperer. You know, they, they haven't been treated right in the past. Like grizzly, grizzly bears are actually really nice animals. And they haven't been treated nice in the past like wolves. And so if you just go up there real quiet with a soft voice and say, I'm your friend, that it's going to go well. And what we're learning is, no, it doesn't go well. But Satan is the ultimate wolf. And what, what I want to say to you is that, yeah, um, I think I, I think if you're hiking in wolf country, carry a large caliber handgun. That, that's I think that's a lot better than a whistle or a stick or uh, I, you can carry your bear spray. But man, j just just 
remember that predators keep coming after you even when they're in pain. That's how important dinner is to them. Okay, so just, just remember there, animals are not like people in that sense on, on the pain threshold is concerned. Okay, so don't listen to the people out there who are giving you like bad advice about tips about wolves. And also don't listen to the people who say that the ultimate wolf, Satan, doesn't exist or that hell doesn't exist or that a behavior the Bible condemns is actually good or good for you and others. Um, people who are naive about reality, don't listen to them. Um, listen to Jesus, because Jesus is the expert on wolves. And he said, the wolves will come to you in sheep's clothing. They will look innocent. Hey, I'm your friend. Uh, they might talk a good talk, but observe their behavior. And also one of the things to look at the fruits besides their behavior, what are they teaching you? What are they teaching you? If they're teaching you that the Bible's not the word of God, that no, there's no devil and those, there's no hell. And yeah, those things in the Bible that are called sins, they're not sins and etc. And you're fine just the way you are. All right. You're talking to a wolf. And they're not content just to take a small little bite of you. They want to consume you. Oh, and by the way, forget your stick, whistle, or the bells on your shoes. Carry the sword of the Spirit. Yeah. Carry that big gun that is called the Word of God. Mark Dunnigan for The Daily Answer. Until next time, we will see you in the funny papers.